Lockdown Friday night um, yesterday, and um, uh, I had to pick a rabbit hole to go down because obviously you can't go out or do anything. So I chose the world of marbles. Yeah, we only chose it because I said I liked marbles when I was a kid. What was it on TV? No, it was something on TV, wasn't it? No, they were talking about ball bearings, and oh, I that was it. Ball bearings. I when I was a kid. And I still do. I like small things that are heavy. I don't know why. Steady, everybody. It pleases me. So um, (laughs) (laughs) when I was a kid, I used to have like a marble collection. And um, in it, I had like two or three really heavy. I don't know where I got them from. Like black hole marbles. Like like ball bearings. Yeah. You've got one. I got you one. Weighs about a pound. It's up here. It's up there. Yeah, Yeah. Like that's a big, big ball bearing. But like... The thing is with that, it's quite big. It's yeah. heavy. It's really heavy, but it's big. I like small things that, yeah. like you know, super so like dense. that little bottle of mercury. Yeah, because that's super heavy. So you like really things. small. Like gold is really things. like pleasing because it's heavy and small. Like in in small amounts, it's very heavy. So you'd like a a, so uh, a marble made out of the surface of a black hole yeah. or, a, or a neutron star <laughs> that weighs a hundred tons. So then we talk. Then you were like, oh, what about the world of like expensive marbles? Oh, I, no, it, I thought. Because obviously I, I started, uh, thought, let's go down a rabbit hole and I could check on the, I said, yeah, marbles are a thing. People are into marbles and yeah. I thought there's going to be collectible marbles. Let's yeah. see how deep down we can go here. And there are, man. It yeah. all, it's like clarity of the glass I'm country not, I, of origin. I like glass marbles, but I just, there's a thing about, uh, and the thing is, uh, people, fuck glass, like, all about my metal. schoolmates were jealous of my like, jealous. They had fuck marbles all going on they, in their they life. They try and steal them and stuff. I remember losing one in the field and I was really upset. I spent ages looking for it. What, what, do you, you still remember it then, obviously? Yeah. What does it look like? God, this sounds it like, was a, like a, it, a poignant moment in your was, life. This is where you could have become so a serial had, killer. So you know, like marbles, you get like kind of two sizes. She lost her marbles. You know, you get two sizes. Yeah. Well, there's more than one, two sizes. Well, no, I mean, but like in general, you get yeah. the smaller ones and you get the big ones. So I had, um, I had a ball bearing in each size. Nice. And nice. I lost the big one. Which was my favourite. Savage. It was heavier. Gone. I used to put, I used to stuff like stones in my pockets when I was a kid. Because I was weird, just a weirdo. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it? I remember having this like really heavy stone in my. Do you remember what they called duffel coats? Yeah. Which were like thick and heavy and had like fucking wood buttons. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> but then them weird like peg toggle wood things. Peg toggle buttons. I want one of them. And I. Were they called duffel coats? I can't remember. But they're, Park. Uh, no, they weren't no, parkers. No, it was duffel coat. I'm sure it was. But anyway, I. I had stuffed this stone in the pocket, and because it's quite a stiff, thick like material, yeah, it got stuck. And if my mum was like, in, "It can come out." He, my mum was like, "Stayed in there. You stuffed it in there. You got to carry that heavy stone around your pocket." Now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it made you t- like torture. It's like a weight vest for kids, but yeah. you're lopsided, so you get like really strong yeah. muscles in one side, your rib cage or something. Do you know what I was thinking about as well? Getting a weighted blanket. Weighted blankets are supposed to be amazing. Re- yeah, yeah. I've, I was going to get you one for your birthday. Why didn't you? Nah, I didn't think you were good enough. I thought you'd been a you bit. You said naughty. that before. He's like, I was going to buy you that. He like legit said that to me once. He was like, I was going to buy you a present. I saw something I really thought you'd like, and I, I was like, oh, well, why didn't you get it? You, and you, you went because I don't think you're good enough to have it. You I was like, na- you were naughty. That's really. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the meanest thing you've ever said. Apparently, weighted blankets. So if you ha- if you've got one, let us know. But apparently, they're really good. for I think like Claire got one. Like one of our. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She said that it was like um, it changed her life. So Claire, tell us how it changed your life, man. Yeah, because. I want to know whether they're worth the money because they're quite expensive, but 
70, 80 quid mm. to well, get crushed. But I could just lean on you when you were asleep <laughs> or just like peg the blanket to the ground. Second reference for pegs and just like, like a tent, but pushing you into the, into the... Would that work? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I'd like a weighted blanket because it's a blanket that's heavy. Yeah, blanket. It's the same sort of like pleasing nature yeah. of of the weight, weighted things. Is it something to do with like being swaddled or I don't know. Like, I don't know what it like is. Squished like squished by a mum. Anytime I pick up something small and heavy, I'm like, oh, that's pleasing. It's <laughs> pleasing. pleasing, those. Do you really like it? Yeah. I'll tell you what she really loves doing. Crushing leaves as well. Oh, yeah. I, like I watched you. You it's said you found, we were walking. You found a leaf, right? You said this one's going to be, it's going to be a really good crusher. I didn't look at you crush it. I watched your face <laughs> and there was actual <laughs> joy. Like she, like she, clenched a fist together and went yes. like a little and tar got really excited and, and, and like your eyes rolled up to like the sky and looked at the sky and I was like oh my god what kind of enjoyment did you get out of that you it's love just, it it's just like I don't know when, like, found one. when, wait, you, fa- when you found a really good leaf to crunch and like it's usually sort of end of summer early autumn time that there's you find a few the good crunches ones. out there in the cold because everything's dry as fuck yeah it's not quite the same in the winter Pretty when good, it's though. frosty it's don't know there's a still slight bend it's got to be when it's been hot and the leaves have dried out in the it's sun fro- in the summer. In the park yesterday, everything's frozen to, to crisp. Like it's yeah, but it's everywhere. It's, it's like a the, different the ground made that it's noise. A, it's, a, it's a soggy leaf that's oh, been frozen. It's not the same. You're it's like not a, a fully dried out leaf. You're like, you can it tell the difference. Be, that's a winter leaf. It has to be completely dried out. And sometimes you see one, you think, oh, that'd be good. And then it's just not. It's like, it's bendy still. It hasn't fully crisped up. But when you find the right one and you crunch it, I don't know. It's just like really satisfying to I've like listen to the sound. You seem so happy. <laughs> I was like, what kind of enjoyment are you getting out of this? It was mad. Sexual. It was. It, there was like <laughs> an element of that. I was like, <laughs> from a leaf. Uh, I don't know. I'm you weird. Film it as I like well. being you weird. Fi- you go around and film it. It's like trying to get the perfect them. one. It's yeah. like filming a porn for you. So you can rewatch <laughs> it at your own I leisure. I swear to God, there's a whole like there's a whole world of like. Leaf crushing pleasure out there, I'm sure. Yeah. ASMR, that's what it is. Yeah, it is yeah. It's like a pleasurable sound experience, you know, like the, the feel of it. It's all like all, all that, one thing. All that f- from something coming out of a tree. That just dried up. Yeah, Talk about coming not? out of a tree. I saw a parrot yesterday, <laughs> which is really strange. I was like, not far from in like the an, indu- free, an honestly, industrial Honestly, the weather here right now is like so cold. So how is that fucking parrot surviving? Well, in that's what I thought, but there's that like... Um, squad of parrots, which is actually, um, I think that's the name given to it. Like, you get like a murder of crows and you get like a squad of parrots. <laughs> but yeah, there's like, what are they? Parakeets or something? I don't know. That sounds good. Then there's like a, a group of you parakeets. You marakeets yesterday. Aren't they monkeys? Marake- <laughs> oh, that's like, yeah, that's like a Or is that like a place? Marrakesh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these uh, these parrots that you see in, in, um, in London flying around, I heard through like, you know, just a couple of the old wives, t- wives' tale, but it's, um, Jimi Hendrix released them, apparently, like a flock of... <laughs> that's a wife's of, tale. I don't know, man. That sounds that's, like something you could do. Yeah, released that's 50 parrots. parrots. Like someone just let a load of parrots yeah, go, and it's like, yeah, that was Jimi Hem- Hendrix, that was. But you think, like, if you're a lone parrot, how are you going to find another parrot to, like, well, mate with? Like, exactly. So, so the chance that there's a, a gang of them mean that probably released oh, all yeah, they Oh, re- yeah. I'm not, not debating they were released all together. We're not I'm debating de- that. I'm debating whether it we're was... We're debating this. <laughs> I'm debating whether it was... Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Your brain just like staring up at the sky thinking about leaves again. <laughs> Listen, I like to be weird. I like heavy things and I like crunching leaves and now wrong with that. Now oh, wrong with that, love. There's nothing wrong with that, love. Um, oh, that was a squelchy sound oh, noise from my nose. I'm sorry on. about that. Podcast <laughs> etiquette. Just not do that. I just breathed Burble. in slightly and there was like a thing that got stuck on my nose. It wasn't a frog in your throat. It was a snot in your nose. Um, I'm thinking, I reckon, from what they're all saying, that we might be able to, Rob might be back. By 
April, I reckon we might get Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? I think that they'll start very slowly releasing lockdown in toward the end of February, early March, maybe, maybe. Very slowly. So they'll slowly, slowly start. Steady, you bitches. Steady Steady. as it goes. And then, and then they will like introduce those stupid tears that they did back before the full on lockdown. So any, since probably what, September, we've been in these tier systems and then we went back into a lockdown in November, which was like full on. Then it went back to the tier systems again. Then it went back to full on lockdown, which we're still in. So they're just going to go back to the tier systems and we will still be in yeah, they a go back tier, to t- everybody in which will tier. not allow Rob to come into the house. Oh. I reckon that will go on until like the summer. I tried to call him to get him to see if he get, but you, you can't get hold of him. No, he's it's like, impossible to he's get an hold enigma. Of. I think what it is, is when he's at work, he's painting. If he's covered in paint, he's not getting his glass mm. phone out of his pocket. He just goes off. Fuck it. it yeah. I'll just speak oh, to him And then bit. he forgets then to like forgets, look at yeah. his phone and check yeah. when he gets home because he's knackered. So he just, yeah. He, uh, I find Facebook the easiest way of getting hold of him, usually. Yeah, direct messaging. Just, or just, d- just like text, smoke yeah. signals. I have to go old school with Rob because he's about <laughs> half a mile, mile away. Yeah, flares, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or forget a drone so, and just fly or, it. Yeah, a drone would be drone best would with be a note easier. on it. Land yeah. it in his garden Dickhead, and say, dickhead. <laughs> what you doing? Yeah. I've mm. got some shout outs. You got any shout outs? No, You've got none, haven't you? I've got none. I've got, I've got, I've got zero. Glenn Matty, Thomas Hackenberger, who sounds like he was in a like a an imitation Breaking Bad, isn't it? The Hack- <laughs> what was he? Heisenberg in it? Is he the one in it? Is it? Yeah, Heisenberg. Is that because yeah. he's on there somewhere on the front of the? St- we've got a sticker that says Heisenberg. Yeah, it is Heisenberg. Yeah. There you go. You see Hackenberger. I knew it was something like that. <laughs> um, well, that was just his like made up name, wasn't it? Sonia Lopez. Who is, um, it also sounds like she's in Breaking Bad. She could be. I think she's Jennifer she Lopez's cousin or something. <laughs> and Jacob Pilling. He's mad for disco biscuits. Constantly pilling, I think. <laughs> 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 uh, I put a entire, pretty much an entire Teco Triple X on a, um, a vegetable lasagna. A vegetable at Kiev the other day. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that, so them bottles are good one shot. Dinner, no, I don't know. I would never put a whole bottle on a dinner. It's like a, it's like um, a heaped teaspoon, no tablespoon. That's the one. The tablespoon is bigger in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a heaped twenty mil. So yeah, you. So there you go. It's probably it's probably like half a tablespoon's worth. Yeah, but that's good though for if you like a taster, like a checking one. Yeah. And we're going to be putting them in some of our retro vague uh, winnings. Yeah. I'm going to drop a few of them in. Uh, Retro vague. You must have checked them out by now. If you haven't checked RetroVague out by now, what are you doing? In fact, just stop listening and go and just press pause and go and hit them up at the RetroVague. But then don't make sure to come back. Yeah, you can come back. You'll want to come back to this one because I wouldn't say this pod's going to be full of gore, but there's a lot of, it's fucking, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. Maybe RetroVague can do a t-shirt about this, uh, uh, the tsunami, which we're going to talk about, but technically it is an 80s. I wonder if there's a 1980s. Yes, Satsuma. I wonder if there's a 1980s natural disaster, which they could, you know, Sort of, you know, entomb in T-shirt form or, or hat <laughs> form or something like that. Um, but the uh, winner this week is um, Garth Girl, Lou. Mm. So uh, congratulations, Lou. Um, let us know where you live and we can sort you out. So <laughs> let us know where you live. <laughs> we won't stalk you, I promise. Uh, and we'll sort you out a, um, a good uh, a care package. But Lou won because she's done a l- she interacts a hell of a lot. She does. Um, so um, so she she's like shares and she puts stuff on stories and so if you go above and beyond, you do, you if you get, go beyond you shit, what man. the what the what the competition, not the giveaway. Well, no, of course, if you just do the competition, yeah. you're still in with a chance. But if you do go extra the mile. 
Yeah. That's not the extra English. the mile. That's not English. That's a good sentence. I talk. <laughs> I do. Uh, if them. you go extra the mile, then uh, you um, <laughs> you get you get you might have an extra chance of being picked. And if you do want an extra chance, you can go to uh, podbelly.com and check out all of the podcasts on the uh, on the network because on the network <laughs> most of them are also sponsored by um, uh, Teco. So if you want to get some extra chances, double your double your luck, so to speak, <laughs> then enter their competitions yeah. as well. Check out the Sofa King podcast. Check out Mindframe. Yep. You'll be, you'll be uh, in for some decent winnings. Uh, Mindframe got po- two shout-outs twice, two in a row. Wow. Mindframe's a brilliant podcast. It is. That's why he got, got, got shouted out two episodes in a row. Two episodes in a row, man. Yeah. That's, what we, that's what we get. That's you what know what I mean? Um, I can't think of anything else I need to say other than go and check out SKR. Yep. Psycho apparel. They all. She. We also yeah. give away some of her. We got some cool badges from badges her. Badges and into, um, stickies and yeah, things. Pins. Pins. We got some, We got a few pins. We got some lots of badges and we've got some stickies. We need to get some more stickers. I know. I keep forgetting. Like there was an offer and I forgot. What? Oh, damn it! I just yeah. get so busy at work in the week, and I'm like, oh, I need to do that. And then I need to do that every day of the week. And then I get to Friday, like, or no, I get to Saturday morning. I'm like, fuck, I didn't do it. Because yeah. it runs out on like Friday night, the, the offers. So, and they only, they go run from like Tuesday to Friday. So I'm like, damn it. Yeah, because we it. buy like bulk loads of them. There's, yeah, like there's when there's, then they did the sticker company do like every week, they'll do an offer on something. Some of them are basically almost giveaways. Sticker Mule, shout out. Sticker Mule, yeah. They really they're, do. They, um, yeah, if like you're ever looking for stickers, yeah, I yeah. mean, they, they're very good <laughs> quality. They're quite expensive, <laughs> but they do offers. So, yeah, like, yeah. when you get like when you get a good offer, they're I actually reckon, really good value I reckon for that you get the offer sent to you if you buy lots of stickers. No, they just send them anyway. Do they? Yeah, because oh, uh, I've got a couple of accounts. <laughs> have you? <gasps> what are you saying? I might have one as well. And uh, <laughs> they just send it to all of the people regardless of how many stickers you buy. All things... But yeah, they're a good company, but and very good quality stickers. I'm very impressed with their sticker quality. It's superb, as is everybody that's received them in the post. Yes. Uh, I can't think of anything else to say. You got anything? Nah. Oh, oh. ah, we a podcast. That's the vanilla one, and it's Listerine coffee again. Oh, Listerine! I just can't do it. Like morning time, you don't drink coffee. No, I can't. I can't have Listerine in the morning. It ruins what? everything for hours afterwards. <laughs> it ruins everything. It ruins, toothpaste ruins goes away sunlight. within half an hour. Or you can kind of drink through toothpaste. Listerine, it's like drink through toothpaste. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like you can have brush your teeth with toothpaste and then have a drink afterwards. Listerine makes it taste sour and minging for hours afterwards. When I was young, when I was a little kid, I used to swallow toothpaste. I mean, you never used to spit it out. I did. Well, I, so I, have, I have stains on my teeth from doing that. Does that mean I've calcified I've, my I've pineal flu- I've gland? Got, I've got fluoride stains on my teeth because I must have swallowed toothpaste at some point. Fluoride stains on your teeth? Mm. I thought they were just like trauma stains from all the trauma that you went through as a child. No, just fluoride. Oh, is it? So yeah. what happens? It just builds up in your teeth. Or I don't shit. know. It's like because uh, I've asked my dentist because, and it so they say it happens. Maybe the second reference. To at least two reference the dentist. In this yeah, um, it happens when you, like when the teeth are, de- are forming, 
And so at some point, when the teeth were forming, before they actually came down... You layered it with fluoride. I must have swallowed toothpaste too like much. If you, had like ingested if, too much toothpaste. Like if you watered a tree with fluoride, and it, like when you cut it down when it's older, it would have like rings of fluoride. But, that, but you've got the tooth version of that. <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah. So today... If you were to cut my teeth, you'd have, like, you'd have yeah, little yeah. rings Well, you there. would, you would, yeah. Or splodges or something. So we're going to be talking about the uh, the 2004 uh, Boxing Day uh, tsunami, which was fucking insane. Do you remember that? I mean, you can't fucking forget it. Was, when it. was it? 2004. 2004. Boxing Day, man. Oh, Happy yeah, Christmas. Was, was well, I mean, I remember it like I remember... 9-11, I remember it like being a savage thing that you're looking at on the news going, whoa. Did you appreciate how savage it was or did you look at it and yeah. just think and go, fuck me, that's something. I remember, was it Charlie Dimmock? Both her parents got killed. Charlie Dimmock? Who's Charlie Dimmock? That sounds like some kind of like Charlie Dimmock. She's character from a Dickens novel. Uh, well, she probably, anyone outside the UK probably doesn't know, but she's like a gardener. She's oh, Charlie Dimmock. Oh, nice Dimmock. She had what, yeah. you, hang on a minute. So who's Charlie Dimmock? No, no, I'm like, Charlie Dimmock. I, I thought it was a character from a, a novel, but then when you said, <laughs> like, gardener, I remembered now. She had, like, yeah, she, she had, had like, she, always she never wore a bra. Fucking, that's so what she, I mean. The Dimmock's like, getting yeah. out for the lads. She had, like, she had, like, kind of, um, you know, the, the, the boobs you would imagine from never having worn a bra. Fucking great tits. And she would, Marvelous. she would be, like, be on those, like, what was it called? Like, gardening um, makeover Alan shows. Titchmarsh's Alan gardening masterclass or something. Yeah. And she would, uh, she would be like, you know, she'd be the, she was the plant garden expert. And she lost her parents in the tsunami. I'm sure yeah. you told me that. Oh, probably, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I think her, both her parents were, like were on holiday there when it happened. Man, that was awful. I remember watching, is it the Thailand one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's uh, several it countries. It well, the top, but the Thai Thailand was badly hit, wasn't it? It's not the worst, actually. No, it's one of the least badly hit. But I think it's because there was oh, a lot of so Western tourists people. there. Oh, okay, that's what we heard, but. I remember watching that um, that film with uh, old um, Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi in it, yeah, and he, oh, like savage. Like about he just used the force. It was a story about this one family wow. that got like were ripped apart. So the yeah. father and two boys, yeah, and then the mother and one boy got, and they were like completely separated. And of course, in the uh, ensuing madness, she was fucked. She yeah. got absolutely fucked oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, people. Weren't um, they? The rest Awful. of the family weren't so bad. And she ended up in this hospital, and and they f and they managed to find each it's other. It's crazy, like looking at how they survived, how and they it was just like well, that's just a lucky story. This will scare the it. fuck out of you. It will scare the bollocks out of you. This, like, it's it is crazy. About I think it was two hundred twenty-eight thousand people died in basically just, a day. Yeah, just got smashed. It seems unbelievable. It's just doesn't it? the the this, the power of the the planet really is frightening isn't it i've got some of the uh, the numbers down from this and it just doesn't seem i was like nah you're just making that up that's bollocks it seems unbelievable quarter of a million people in a day uh and i remember watching I could, it i couldn't believe how big was the earthquake uh it was a 9.1 9.1 fuck but it was also relatively shallow I've, I'm, I've got it all written down in my notes yeah it was but, but it was and it was under the was ocean that big wasn't that is that the biggest one ever Pretty, almost almost fuck that's like that's the world splitting that's like Ground cracking shit. Yes, it is. You, the, the shit that I well, it's it not goes that up I to out. ten. Yeah, but then but I suppose like every point one it's becomes goes exponential. It's like a nine point nine. So like it just ten, means the Earth cracks in half. Yeah, and ten falls is just like bas space. basically like the f yeah the the world just disappears into a puff of air. Ten <laughs> means no land, nothing. Everything nothing just left. is atomized. It's not the like the the most deadly natural disaster. The two thousand and ten earthquake in in Haiti killed more. I think it killed three hundred and sixteen thousand people. 
Oh, it's unreal. Still, I mean, still like. But it was slow release. I think that was over a period mm. of you know months. This is the, the fastest hitting. P- p- yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Killed the most people in the quick, shortest amount of time. Yeah, because I suppose it's a bad timing. Like that's probably the, not during ever. the holiday period. Everybody. That's not ever. Is no, it? no, no. The there's going to be like. I've got the top It's going to be like some kind of comet, isn't it? No. Uh, well, apart from extinction level events which have occurred <laughs> that we can't like chart, like you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but in in terms of modern day fatalities the uh, for natural disasters it was the um, the top spot goes to the company number one is china for the uh, the 1931 floods which killed they reckon it killed four million people right between june and august and it was caused by a period of drought and then sudden rainfall combine that with apparently snow melting off the mountains and we were off to the races it, it knocked off it wiped off the map an area the size of england and scotland was it like mudslides and shit was just, it yeah, just, just mad because i could like yeah. when you say flood in england it's just like there's just it's just a lots of like the you know uh, the banks of the fucking rivers did you see that one so in it's india? just like lots of water like in people's houses no, no one really like dies <laughs> it's, the, it's like the pushing power of it did you see that one yeah. in india where that glacier started to melt and collapse and then just this is during the week and came down the hill you did see it i showed it yeah mm. and then it just like it just obliterates these Maybe giant I was dams tuning you out you would probably <laughs> were tuning me out yeah <laughs> she does that a lot I'm like, have you seen this and she's no, like because i'm watching what? something else and i'm like i'm pretty in, sure it's on the news i'm enthralled oh, in no. some other something yeah but the thing about this one the 2004 Satsuma, the, two, the uh, tsunami. Tsunami. That was uh, Peter Kay, wasn't it? And I he said the Satsuma. He did like, yeah, a comedy yeah. thing and he said his grand kept talking about how horrible and destructive the Satsuma was <laughs> in Thailand. So the Thailand re- Satsuma. Might refer to it as the Satsuma from that one. <laughs> but um, it was our ability to film it because like previous natural disasters, whilst bad, they're like, for me, they're hard to picture in your mind's eye. They're just insane numbers that you kind of understand, mm. but not really. You're like, four million dead. And you're like, okay. Mm. I don't really, I mean, that's a lot of people. But this was different because you got to see it happen. Did you, I mean, you've seen, obviously, you got the Japanese one. That was, when was that, 2011, when it smashed up the Fukushima? Yeah, Fukushima. But like you see, like the ocean just pulling and smashing everything. It's like a big grinder more than a Yeah, it's white. like a meat grinder. That's the problem. Yeah. Is it? Is it, it just, the, the water just recedes and you get your yeah. s- s- satsuma. <laughs> giant satsuma. Your giant satsuma and. Uh, yeah. Hey, my God, imagine the Satsuma <laughs> that would happen if a comet hit. Well, there's no water, I think. It just, go, it just, it just makes it all just it boil. Just, no, it does. It punches a hole through the atmosphere of it the planet. It, no water. <laughs> of course it does. It might, might vaporise the water in the immediate yeah. like few miles, but it sends a shockwave of water like 10,000 feet high well, around sh- the world and then just... just oh, of course it always recedes yeah. back. But well, when, uh, water's got to go somewhere. But imagine that. Just yeah. just looking at like a, a wave, the thousands of feet high just coming at you. I mean, how how high was the one for the for that? Uh, this was up to 30 metres. So that's fuck all compared to... Well, Sean was telling me when we did the uh, Robots for Sniper Victims podcast, he, he was saying that the, the, the one that the uh, asteroid, or the comet that hit the... Um, wiped out the dinosaurs and one of the elements of wiping out the dinosaurs punched a hole seven kilometers into the earth's crust that's how deep it went it's nuts in it it's crazy so other than the power of this of this way what made this um so lethal was a lack of tsunami early warning systems because most people just didn't have a clue that there was a wall of like black liquid death hurtling towards them well and it's just like it's full of fucking shit that is, yeah. d- you know, anything it hits, it just pulverizes and turns into like 
meat grater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the quake had already hit, but people were like chilling by the pool and they were like walking on yeah, the beach and further yeah, inland because yeah, yeah. you got to think of like it went in a couple of miles. So people yeah. are just driving to the shops and walking around. No idea. No idea that their life was going to like radically change. And obviously tsunami warning systems do exist and there was apparently there's one active in the in the Pacific Ocean since about 1954 because 100 people got, got killed in Alaska from a tsunami and they were like, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> do you reckon we could make a sensor that stops that? And they were like, yeah, then we probably should do that then. Um, so out of the 11 countries uh, badly affected by this tsunami, there were more in the, um, the countries, but there's 11 that were really seriously bad. Only Thailand and Indonesia had an early warning system. And that's the thing though, because even with an early yes, warning system, fucked. You, you've still got, you've got to act fast as fuck because the tsunami wave is traveling. It, I mean, in this instance, I think it was traveling 500 miles an hour out in the open. So that's as fast as a passenger jet, and which is double bad considering that the epicenter was only something like 80 miles out at sea, which means from the second that you're aware, aware of, the, uh, of the quake, you had something like 12 to 15 minutes to evacuate everybody on them cl- on them coastal regions you've got to get the message to thousands of people that in 15 fucking minutes you imagine yeah, it yeah i mean you, you're never going to get far enough away that's the problem <coughs> in 15 it's minutes damage limitation you at need, that point it needs to be like yeah i mean it is it's like okay how many people can get away in in and of course then you're going to get panic so people are going to die in the panic traffic jams traffic jams but it's just i don't know i think you need like uh, okay, this is going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> kind of warning system. It doesn't work like that, does and it? It doesn't work like that because how would possibly? My I mean, nature just does what she wants to do. Uh, I mean, although unless they can like go, oh fuck, there's going to be some massive. You'd have to predict the quake. You'd have to predict the fucking Earth's crust to be able to do that. I just don't think you can do. You, and the qu- and the quake that caused the tsunami because even if you got 15 minutes pre-warning, you're not going to get very far. I don't, I, don't, I, think, I don't think you can do, can you? You can't. You really can't no, you can't run away. Where are you going to get to? You can't. You can run how, as far away as you can get on foot in 15 minutes, which is not that far compared well, to how be. fast. If you can get two miles inland, well, t- three miles inland. In 15 inland. minutes, I suppose if you run if you like hell. To, if, someone said, if someone said to you, you've got 15 minutes to get two miles away from here and you can't use your car. I think you'd probably have a you'd well, probably have a good do crack, it. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could get. If they said, if they you were on the beach, you could get further inland to to the point where you weren't going to be completely like. I'd be minced. looking for high points. You, you well, yeah, you'd have to get at the, the most solid-looking building up high. Someone knocked at the door, looked you in the eye, and went, "In fifteen minutes, unless you're two miles away from this this location in die. that direction, you're going to die. You'd get well, there. You would, yeah, you'd fucking you would, get there." But but then there's there'd that, be you like bundling like the cats into the cat baskets <laughs> yeah. and just legging it down the road. I was thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking that when uh, when we were watching that um, that film the other day about comet that you know comet that came and was gonna like smash into the earth. Oh yeah. And it was gonna be an extinction level event. Yeah. And terrifying. that shit scares um, the bollocks off me. And like, <laughs> I was thinking about. The cats. I was like, "Oh no, what happens to the cats?" If like if in that scenario, like nothing. they were, there was this one family that were because of his job. He was like a structural engineer, so they like valued his his skills. So yeah. they were like, "Your family has been invited to be put in a bunker." Oh yeah, you're an engineer. We can keep yeah, you. Yeah, and like Fuck I was thinking grocer. to myself, oh, "But what about the cats?" I'd dead. Be so, oh, I'd be so upset. You, I think you, if that happened, you wouldn't give them too much thought because oh, of course I would. Civilization is ending. Yeah, I mean, of course, but also. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd eat. I'd take them for food. I would. 
She's fat. No, you wouldn't. So the uh, <laughs> the earthquake uh, was a uh, a mega mega thrust earthquake, which sounds like a porn film or some sort of like you know sex move, doesn't it? And it occurred along a section of the West Andaman Fault Line underneath the Indian Ocean. Uh, the Indian tectonic plate was being pushed beneath. I mean, this all this is just sounds insane to me. The, the actual Indian tectonic plate was kind of like over time, it's just constantly being pushed underneath the Burma microplate, which is also part of the Sundu plate. So I was like, okay, I need to get some scale here because I'm saying the Indian tectonic plate. What's that? Well, <laughs> it's 11,900,000 square kilometres in size, right? And it moves at one inch a year. Again, you're like, okay, that's big, but what does that mean? Well, I Googled it. The actual landmass of the United States, the whole country is 9.1 million. So this thing is a couple of million square miles bigger than America being pushed under another plate and the Burma microplate is 1,100,000 and it moves two inches a year. The UK is 250,000 square kilometres. Yeah, I mean, so they're four massive. times the size of... What? Yeah, they're massive. Of course they are. Huge, yeah, yeah. tectonic. Yeah, I know, but it's crazy. It's moving. This Blobs is where underneath us that float on the top of magma. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's all like it's the planet's not solid. It's no, a ball, it's constantly of, it's a ball like of liquid. It's a ball of liquid. With a crust. And we're, we're precariously floating on top of plates that float on, on, on a, top of a giant, of ocean, a giant of ocean of lava yeah spinning through infinity around, <laughs> around a giant nuclear reactor what? in the sky like, and we just sat here like not we just yeah. sat here everything stood still it's and not, not moving and it's yeah, just not <laughs> it's not stood still yeah and we've got we've got like some uh some a, a little bit of gas like above us and that's it to yeah. stop us space from killing us <laughs> And like we've got a couple of mag magnetically charged poles that direct the radiation of the sun and shit. It's like what the fuck, what? What? We're not standing still. Um, but the uh, the Sundu plate is uh, it's only six thousand square kilometers. So I don't I don't even know why I bothered including that. I was like, fuck yeah. off with your bitch ass, tiny, bitch -ass plate. tiny plate. I tried to find how much these tectonic plates weighed. Oh but God! Like they're up to two hundred kilometers thick. Yeah, how could you? I don't know if you could actually figure that out. It's like how can you? It's like trying to weigh America. You know what I mean? That's like trying to weigh America times three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see like the, the crazy amounts of energy that we are involved when you've got these giant, almost seem like immovable objects moving, you know, 200 thick solid rock plates being forced under another one. Like the potential energy is staggering. I mean, it's hard. It doesn't have to move that much to release. No. And release it's huge amounts of energy. You know when you bend well, the piece of wood? Well, it just has to slightly go boink into each other and that would be... yeah. Well, you know when you bend a piece of wood and it, and it, and it goes, oh, before it snaps, you think, fuck me, oh, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Think about that. Think about a, a 12 million square kilometre lump how, of like, fucking uh, rock. I mean, like, the, due to the, thanks to, it's thanks to, like, plates and tectonics that you get yeah. mountain ranges. And, yeah, yeah. and that's just, like, two plates, instead of going under, they're just going up. They just make fucking big, a, big ass mountain like a, a ranges. Crack, a crack going up, almost. Um, so, like, with constant movements of these plates, you get, like, minor earthquakes occurring on, on the reg. Um, but every now and then, I'm guessing that these uh, these minor quakes aren't setting the plates where I they need like to be. And then there's like I a feel like there's a one. constant level, probably, of, like, quakeage going on. Quakeage, yeah. That That's what they say, like, the size like is quakeage. It's one, two, no, like, you can't, it's not, it's not like, it's readable. Not it's not readable on the scale. Like you know, it's it's they're there constantly, like bumbling around underneath. Yeah. But it's only when there's like a big collision that you get these huge or like or, a piece of wood being bent. Quake. It just goes. <laughs> that's what happened in this. It was they were pressing and pressing and pressing, and, and just, just went boink, and oh, then just jumped. Okay. And so they got to a point where 
it was just like too much pressure. Something just gave. One had to give, yeah. Something just gave. Um, and, it, and obviously it went <laughs> Boxing Day 2004, 7.58 and 53 seconds because we, we can obviously measure it because we're like, you know, super gangsters when it comes to stuff like that. So the episode... Uh, only, only after the fact, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not we're rubbish when it comes beforehand. We can tell you exactly when it happens, but we can't warn you. Well, after yeah, time, after, yeah. You're <laughs> fucked. So the epicentre was 80 miles out in the Indian Ocean and it was near the west coast of Sumatra and it was 30 kilometres below the bedrock Right, and because it was relatively shallow, it, it's made it one of the most powerful earthquakes in the last forty years. Yeah, that's uh, <coughs> nine. I don't. I nine point one. That's insane. Yeah, nine point one. Nine point one. So again, these are just numbers. It's hard to sort of picture in your mind's eye. So I've got some sort of like scaled at comparisons, which they equate it to the experts. And I read various numbers, but they they think the energy release in the in the quake was equivalent to twenty three thousand Hiroshima bombs being detonated simultaneously, which is absolutely fucking insane. It literally tore the seafloor apart. The actual bedrock was ripped open and there was a crack six hundred miles long. That's what I'm phone. saying. That's like those that's crack that's earth cracking yeah. kind of uh, if that had happened under a, a landmass, you'd have a m- you'd have a giant fucking yes. fault line now. That yeah, there yeah. now that w- there'd be a fucking uh, there'd be a new Grand Canyon there yeah. where there wasn't before. <laughs> yeah, literally, I suppose because yeah. like the seafloor, like around this crack, it was pushed up like about ten meters uh, uh, vertically and and five meters horizontally. Which I mean, you can't even like it's difficult to picture like the entire seafloor around like a giant crack m- moving, but it, but it did. And that obviously caused trillions of tonnes to, to, of, of rock to suddenly thrust upwards, which in turn displaced like an ungodly amount of seawater, which then rushed away in tsunamis, which fucked everybody when it got it's to... It's mad how fast they get, isn't it? Yeah. Like, how do they get that fast? I feel like it should just be like a... No, it doesn't. It's like, oh, look, there's some water coming. We better move. And you've got loads of time to get away from it because it's going slowly. Well, but it, doesn't it get so quick? The reason why it gets so quick... Well, the actual energy released at the epicentre of, of the quake was staggering, right? This is why they move so fast. They reckon 550 million Hiroshima atomic bombs worth of energy re- released yeah, instantaneously yeah. in in the uh, at the quake or or the equivalent of 370 years of US energy consumption <laughs> just went fucking boom Smash. that's why it fucking went bosh have that i know <laughs> it's just what when you read these numbers you just really are you sure because it sounds no nah, that, that i mean to me that sound, like sounds about right because oh, you is. think about the richter scale and how it each 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 level it goes up point even in the points between numbers it goes up double is it double does yeah, it double uh, intensity each time i can't remember but it's, I'm not, sure if it's not just like on it, it, it you know it it's it's not it's exponential it just gets bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger so to get to 9.1 because <laughs> you think uh, about a six that's a big that's a big earthquake yeah like you think yeah. when those six or seven yeah. hit landmass that's big a fucking nine point one. Imagine if that had hit land. Well, Imagine a wha- a the fucking. I wonder if it would done more damage if it hit land. What do you reckon would have happened if it happened on land? It would have just apps. It like the you if you could, if you were filming if it. If it was shallow and on land, the the it, the, the earth would have just looked like play doh, and it would have gone yeah. and just smushed. L- suppose and it probably would have cracked liquefied and the rock, just turn it into like. Fucking I don't know sand. if it liquefied it. It would just it would have just cracked. It started to crack. 
That's it would crazy. have cracked at its weakest points. It would have bulged and cracked, just as the seafloor did. Okay, well, look at this then. There was a, a 1,200-kilometre stretch of the Indian tectonic plate. It was thrust upward by 20 metres, so it raised the entire seabed. You know what I mean? You think your shopping bag's heavy or something. So imagine that on land. <laughs> we're talking about, what was it? What, what podcast? Was it the uh, volcano well, one where you were like, you were, try, you were comparing weight to shopping well, bags? Well, you've got to have some sort of, <laughs> I like to have, some people throw like, when people throw massive I'm numbers at you. ball bearings from Ball bearings, yeah. Like, imagine carrying a ball bearing around all day, how heavy that would be. And then you think <laughs> about a 1,200 stretch of the Indian Ocean, like seabed being thrust up 20 metres. It just doesn't make any sense. But it, this was obviously, to have that amount of energy, it was felt everywhere. Now, this is crazy. It caused the entire, the entire surface of the Earth, the whole planet, to oscillate somewhere between, they reckon, between 200 and 300 millimetres, up to a foot. Like, it just... But like deep down in in the um, like at the level where the uh, the plate rate the um, quake radiate, radiated out, <laughs> <from>. <laughs> so the whole planet it rang like a bell. It just went boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they measured the oscillations four months after. So like, oh yeah, so that's like, that's you know, like, like stethoscope on the earth. What's the highest recorded? I don't know. Um, quake. Quake. Yeah. Fuck knows. In history, probably this nine point one. I don't know. Shall I Google You that? can Google it if you want. Um, <clears throat> but what is also, I found utterly insane, was the Andaman and Nicobar Islands, uh, the actual chains of them islands, they moved. The entire island change moved southwest by 1.5 metres, which is like four and a half foot. And they sunk down by one metre into the, into the ocean. And that's where the Sentinel tribe lived. Remember the Sentinel tribe when we did that podcast on them? And the helicopters flew over to see if they were okay. It's because their fucking island chain moved a fucking metre. <laughs> and they were like, okay, what? Fuck. The entire island chain. And it like and they flew over and then they, they like speared him with them. And they're, they're, the they're all right, they're, they're fine. Like, I think they're all it right. It was just, uh, I found out, it was uh, number three. So this is number three on the list. The largest being uh, the 9.5 mm. um, Valadivia earthquake, which I'm guessing is old. I don't know. So this it, is number it, there's three. No, there's no, no date for that one. So this is number three on the. So uh, this uh, and then the nine point two uh, nineteen sixty four Great Alaska earthquake. That was the one. Sixty four, did you say? Nineteen sixty four. That's yeah. the one where they built the tsunami warning system because it killed a hundred people. I got that only nine point two, and then nine point one the Sumatra and yeah. Andaman and Andaman, yeah. The Andamans, man. Can you believe it? Fucking moved the Sentinel tribe and their entire island chain. That's just... What? It doesn't... Like, you oh, think... Oh, 1960 was the 9.5. Was it? Chile, yeah. Oh, well, that might be one for, to do in a podcast then, mightn't it? Yeah, the fucking... Meg and that was on land. Well, it must oh, have it been... Chile, yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. That's crazy, isn't it? Ten biggest earthquakes recorded in history. Pretty mad. It's fucking mad. mad. I mean, none of it's happens over here because we don't live on a. We're in the any, middle of one. We don't really live. Yeah, we I don't live we on lines anywhere. Really, uh, like Europe, generally. We did get quite. So we here. did. I remember. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's such a weird experience. I mean, I know that people that experience earthquakes regularly, like California and stuff, they'll just be used to it. But I remember the one time I've ever s actually physically felt an earthquake yeah. was. When I don't know, God, when was that? Like I remember, I was pissed. Early two thousands, I, I think. Yeah, and I, so I was old enough to be like awake and not my for my mum and dad to not give a shit that I was up at like two a.m. in the morning. Yeah, and I was sat in my room painting my fucking nails of all things. I don't know why I was up so late doing that, Girls. but and uh, I was and I I remember sat my, my TV was on and I was sat looking at the TV and all of a sudden 
like the whole room was shaking. Yeah, I remember it, yeah. And I was like, and the thing was, I wasn't asleep and then it woke me up. I was awake to experience the whole thing. So yeah. I just stay, I was just staying up. I was a late bird, like yeah. wanted to stay up. And I remember just going, what the fuck is that? And mum and dad getting out of it, what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, that's what happened to me. And everyone walked out into the street and were like, what the fuck's going on? But the thing is, like, people that live <laughs> I mean, in that areas. that was something like, I don't know, five, six. I don't even think it was that, no. Four, I think it was like one four. or something, the, three. The, the great Dudley earthquake. <laughs> but the thing is, like, people that like get tremors and that, you've got to understand that we don't ever, like for us, for the earth to move in any way, shape or form is an alien thing. So we were like, what the fuck? My mum thought a bomb had gone off. She, yeah, so it was... She was like, what's that? Is it a bomb? I was like, more! Do it more! Was a, it, was a, it was the strongest earthquake to rock the West Midlands in 24 years. Oh, uh, 5.2. 5.2? So 5. 5. Um, oh, it was then centred in Dudley. Dudley. Okay, so, um, yeah, it's a, a bit more... Uh, it was it's a bit, bit bigger pattern. than that. Yeah. Just, <laughs> a little, just a little bit. So there was... Um, there, this is fucking nuts as well, man. There was a, out in the ocean, there was a, a 1.5 kilometre high submerged ocean cliff, which is uh, like ran, I guess it's like t- topography of the ocean floor, or whatever. It's not flat, it's like mountain ranges and shit. And there was this cliff, which is right by the epicentre. And when the Royal Navy went out to chart the seabed, like um, a couple of months after or some shit, those cliffs had gone, just like disappeared. So you imagine a cliff, like a series of cliffs, like nearly, Dover. nearly a mile high though. Not like a few hundred meters, nearly a mile high, one and a half kilometers gone, just completely disappeared. Well, they just did this. What? Well, they probably still there. They just flat. flat. A lot they're just flat. Down. They're just flat. It just they rumbled just got, and flat. They just got enveloped by the earth. And it also caused like several ocean landslides, like under the. Gr- I mean, obviously, if it's knocking down cliffs that are one and a half kilometers high, and one of them, one of these landslides, consisted of a single block of rock measuring a hundred meters thick. And 1.2 kilometers long. Well, we'll say 1.2 miles long, um, and like the momentum of the water being displaced by the tectonic plates, like moving, it actually dragged. Like the water literally pulled in several massive slabs of rock, weighing millions and millions of tons each. And one of them, one of these several, one of these like slabs of rock, was six miles long. So the water pulled pulled across the bottom of the sea a rock from here to Birmingham. That's just what. It's like no wonder. <laughs> we're, yeah, we hit from here to Birmingham, which actually n- nobody has any idea what kind of distance that it's is. It's fucking six miles, <laughs> but we can picture it. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's like it's from water pressure. From water pressure. Probably even more than six miles away. It's about that, I think. As it's far not, as a crow, like here to warmly. A crow's no, that's, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Still <laughs> fucking mad though, isn't it? Can you imagine that? Just a rock that. moving. It's impossible. It is totally possible. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Yeah, it makes you wonder though, like what what it would be like if like an ac- an asteroid just. I don't. I don't. I don't even want to like. It scares the shit out of me. Just that ripple does. the earth. It just it? would like the an an extension level event asteroid just scares the fuck fuckeries out of me. Really it's, I don't it scares like me because we can do. I like watching like the disaster porn like films about it. Honestly, yeah, but like taking yourself to the edge of terror. But I don't. Back. I, the actual like idea of having to face the reality of that scares re- that scares the shit out. Of me. Do you think they'd tell us if they found if they knew? That I think they would tell us when it when we can't do fuck all about it. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what the that's the f- what the films always follow, don't they? They like. They sort of t- they don't tell everyone they're going to die until the well, last minute if because they they, the panic will ensue. Well, and it might be going to hit in two it? years. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, like they're not. They'll tell you then a few months before it's going to happen. They'd probably like start to say it, do what you can to prepare yourselves, but well, they're not going to tell two years in advance because it would. They would people would live panicked lives for two years. They want they want social. 
norm to ensue. What so I'd they'll, do if they'll I was... just not they'll not disrupt it until they very much have to. What I would do is I'd get some sort of if, if I knew an asteroid was going to come in and like hit us and it was like that's what that's it. I'd, I'd get some some if I was a leader I'd get some form of organised maybe societal lockdown where you can get people into the houses and just re- reduce social interaction and shit. So. There isn't an air of panic and you've already got people in their houses. Uh, when shut up. Start being a coronavirus <laughs> fucking conspiracy theorist. I'm not being it. I'm just saying that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. So the Royal Navy also found um, like a load of trenches, like oceanic trenches. And they found one that was two kilometres wide. Like just a giant fucking crack that yeah, wasn't there. Yeah, that's what there. I said. Crack. I said it. I, said, I called it called giant it. cracks in the fucking earth kind of shit. So another thing, thing to consider is because a sizable chunk of the earth's mass had physically moved... The planet's balance in space, if you want to like word it like that, actually like altered. It was affected. The rate of the Earth's uh, rotation changed, and the day became two point six microseconds shorter. So it's it slowed the spin of the entire planet. And not only that, because that like the math, the the mass moved, like it caused the Earth to wobble one inch off its axis. It actually like, t- it t- it twisted in space, which meant that the planet position in space moved because of this but fucking... But, but, but yet we didn't feel it. You'd think the whole planet would feel that, wouldn't you? you, you well, I suppose. And like, you think that kind of level of of disruption below the Earth's crust, you think every fucking you probably would have done if land you had, if mass you, would have some kind... I mean, yes, if it you could, If did, you had like a seismometer... But to the point where you actually felt it, I would be... I'm like shocked you can't. Because like, it's not. You don't. We didn't feel it. Well, the oscillations we, rang around the world for four months. It's just because like yeah, animals not, would have felt it. Yeah, we, yeah, but we can't. We didn't feel it. But because like the Earth's position in like the rotation got changed and its axis got moved and its day got shorter, it physically moved the planet in space into rela- in relation to where it was. Because of that, every single planet in the entire solar system was, in, was affected because we'd moved, because of gravity. Everything's connected. It's like a fine balance of everything so like the moons of jupiter had to like readjust only by like a tiny fraction but everything had to find a new balance because a rock fucking moved in the ocean what how crazy i was like what really and by chance though they had the um the jason one and the poseidon satellites were flying overhead and i was like poseidon Poseidon, isn't he like the fucking... He's the god of, uh, angry god of water. the sea. Yeah, I yeah, googled yeah. him and it says he, Poseidon is the violent and ill-tempered god of the sea. Mm. And he happened to be flying well, overhead. He's one of the original... He's like Zeus's brother. Yeah. He's one like it's Zeus, Hades and Poseidon are the original like Greek gods. But don't you think it's funny that the Poseidon satellite was over when like literally Poseidon was kicking off in the ocean? He was there yeah. in space to measure it. Poseidon really was pissed off. Yeah, he was re- but they them satellites they measured the ocean surface like because obviously there's like a mean average level. They measured it r- rising up 500 meters, half a meter. The ocean came up, up. It's just what? Think of how heavy a bucket of water is, and you can lift <laughs> the fucking ocean up. Well, by yeah, because it's nine point one. I don't know how you can't wrap your brain around it. No, I can wrap my head around it, but I'm, it's still the amazing amounts of energy. Oh, well, yeah, and then but that I, energy's got to go somewhere. Doesn't shock me in any way. Fucking sound. like it doesn't. Like I didn't realize that the that tsunami was that that big. That that the earthquake that caused it was that it's big. Fucking colossal. Wasn't I it? didn't know that. I thought it was like a seven or an eight. I did not know it was a nine point one. But they, they say like like third on the ever biggest yeah. ever recorded. I mean, obviously ever there's going to be massive ones compared to that <laughs> before yeah. history. But yeah. since civilization has been around, since we can w- since we can measure it, since it's been measurable, yeah. <laughs> I know it's crazy, isn't it? And because like tsunamis aren't 
like I had to do like a bit. Of, so I don't, I didn't fucking know much about them. So you got to read in it, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, they're not apparently dangerous out in open water. Like boats can pass over a tsunami without actually knowing that the tsunamis can pass. Yeah, it's only if they're close enough to land to actually hit. It's when they get to land, yeah, because yeah. they can move up to six. Because I can imagine there's lots like a passenger jet speed, and the boat won't even know if it's far enough out, it, far enough out in the expanse of the water it'll just dissipate and it won't actually reach land or it'll just be a little bit of like, oh, that's a big wave. Yeah, there's varying sizes. But if it's close enough to land where the the displacement of water hits land before the the energy is displaced... You're up fucked up street. (laughs) Energy is, you know, like, runs out. You're up fucked street, yeah? So, uh, okay, science Because you think about it, it didn't come... It didn't fuck up... US or Europe. Well, it's a different only ocean. It was, it had, it was, la- it was not landlocked, but you got like India. No, but it on only fucked up the, the 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 landmass close enough to the energy source. It was felt like every coast, like all oceans around the world, like the, the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, and everything. It all wobbled. It's like everything moved. They could mm. feel it everywhere. So, like as you were saying, this is what I, I could sort of find out as to why they get bad. It get, it's like when the water and the energy travels into shallower depths of, of you know the ocean and it runs out of physical space the speed of the wave because it was traveling at like 500 miles an hour which is mad it slows down to sort of tens of miles an hour but the height of the wave or it's more like the height the the ocean surface it starts to increase as the gap between the ocean floor and the surface of the water decreases it's like um the energy's still there but it's got less physical space to move it was just because it just looked like the sea just it was just like it, it, Someone's I, turned the tap on. It's just like pushing. It's just yeah. like you can't. It it was just enveloping. It wasn't necessarily a big, huge. Yeah, wave. like if you push water into the corner of a pool, it, mm. it like the on the on it each just side. Bulges. It's just it, the sea bulged, gets, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and just was like. Mah. So when the tsunami reached the coast, that's of, exactly um, how it went. Mah. It made that noise. Yep. Um, it's a pretty good impression. To yeah. Be fair. Yeah. Like Include the soundbite of it. Yep. <laughs> but when it reached the uh, Banda Aceh, they reckon that the uh, it was thirty meters high. Which, again, what the fuck? Um, a double-decker bus is four metres. So this was like nearly eight buses on top of each other. Good luck escaping that. You ain't getting out of that, are you? Just trying to like think, how high's a house? Uh, I don't know, but it's... it's Well, let's just say the house is ten metres. It's three houses. Ten metres? It's not ten metres, but it's probably not far off. So it's three oh, houses. Oh, yeah, you know, about 11 metres, yeah. I remember when we yeah. did the, the flu. <laughs> three. Can you imagine that? Of water just going, by human. That's, that's a lot of... That is that's high because I'm just looking at the next door neighbor's house, thinking, "Wow, it's fucking, thinking. it's insane." And like, it's not like a single way. Like, everybody's seen it, but it's like it's more like you were just saying. It's like the ocean just gets deeper quickly, it just, it's and just then like, just, it just comes bul- into it, land. Uh, the best way I can think is that it, it the the sea just bulges and yeah. grows and just it's not like yeah, it's just just suddenly it's there and it's unstoppable and yeah. and it's moving and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and then it goes inland and then it just goes back out back it rushes back out to sea then comes back in again and just sort of cluster fucks everybody several times so the um, the west andaman fault line where the tsunami came from runs north to south which meant that the energy from the wave from the quake had to go east to west so the insane energy contained in that wave came directly directly from the tectonic plates like moving upwards so it's like conservation of energy so the water acted like a battery carrying mm carrying the energy from the quake. Um, and estimates 
<laughs> I mean, again, this is crazy. They indicate that the wave contained around 20 petajoules of energy. And I was like, what's that, mate? Petajoules? Petajoules sounds like a Spanish singer to me. <laughs> yeah. It's not a measurement of energy. You know what I mean? Like, petajoule would have released the uh, the release single, you know what I mean, to help yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With Lady Gaga or some shit. <laughs> Better Jewel and Lady Gaga. Reli- comic comic relief for yeah. the uh, Andaman, whatever it is. The fucking, the yeah. Tsunami. So 20 petajoules is more than twice the total explosive energy during like World War II, basically, including both of the atomic bombs. So it's, it's hard to believe that that is still, I mean, it's a crazy amount. It's a crazy amount, but that's still way, 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 way less than actually was measured down in the uh, uh, the uh, epicenter. Yeah, yeah. That was like 500 million nuclear bombs worth of Yeah, energy. that's the thing though, like at the, that that uh, it's amazing how though how quickly dispersed. Like that that's what I'm trying to say is although this wave and the energy, you know, it yeah. it it was carrying fucked up a lot of mega fucking places that were close enough. Yeah. It's a like think about think about that epicenter and how yeah. massive that was. You just think it would be bigger, the repercussions. Yeah. Uh you know what I mean? Like then it would that it would just it would somehow affect every fucking continent in the whole of the entire earth. Well, if in it some respects it did. The, it knocks it off its axis. You but you would think it would be enough you the energy like, release to feel it everywhere. You mean like you'd see like I would feel like the rattling whole, off the walls in the England. whole world would should shake. I it feel did. it did, but shake. like enough for everyone to feel it, not just like yeah. a few Richter scales. Going <laughs> like oh, there's you a mean you bit. want this to about fly I off want, the table? I want, I want it to be like whoa, what was like, that? Oh, that was yeah. You would feel some kind of something that was in Sumatra, by the way. That was like, in what? Sumatra, like two thousand miles away, whatever it is. I mean, it's crazy, man, because um, we did a podcast before on the. Uh, I think it's called the Tunguska, like explosion, something in Siberia, like entered the atmosphere and either blew up in the air, like as it like friction got too much and just went boom, fuck off, or or bounced back into space and exploded or something like that. But it made the sky glow and people in England could see that from Siberia. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? Yeah, like the sky. Nature, the sky. like especially not Mother Nature on Earth. She's one, but like her Mac Daddy, like Mister universe nature he's fucking scary as fuck yeah. because he can do like just like the star can like the sun can just destroy you oh you just yeah go <coughs> and cough in your general direction and then just wipe all what, life why, off the why planet. is the universe a mister it could be which not <laughs> i don't know it's because i went mother nature so i went the other way it could be like mrs universe it could Mi- be any mrs universe, really. universe. Mrs. universe. <laughs> you know what's amazing animals figured this before humans like, well they were like elephants aren't they They're yeah, yeah. To, like really like but they ran to higher ground, apparently. Yeah, like yeah. Dogs are freaking out. Flamingos are, like, they've got, like, these apparently low, like, uh, lying nesting areas. And they just went, see ya. And everyone's like, why is all the birds? You know, like, you see in the, in the, the films. the birds fucking off? Like, crows yeah. and stuff flying away. And you're then, like, like, you're like, what's uh, going on? All the birds getting fucked up. All the rats are running like, the same direction. Because the fucking, I don't know, the, the what's it called? The magnetic... Fields. Uh, fields are getting all fucked up somehow because that's what they say if the, the, if the sun was to like puff and like just sneeze on us yeah. um yeah. It, all the magnetic fields would get all squiffy wouldn't they and they the get birds really get active. all lost they get like supercharged the, the birds are just like flying into houses and shit <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like what the fuck that magnetic fields all all fucked up so this, the experts said i was like okay what's going on why why did the animals they're better like a 
an earthquake prediction system. Use fucking elephants. Every country yeah, yeah. should have elephants. Just, just have just an elephant that just sits there and just just feels the floor. They reckon, with big yeah, feet. They reckon it can either, they either heard it, like all animals in general, either heard it or felt it through their feet, or potentially pressure waves. They could feel yeah. some sort of subtle thing. And very few animals got killed. Actually, most of them just went. Uh, I'm so going. Bye bye. Bye. About an hour before the tsunami hit, there was people in Yala National Park, which is in Sri Lanka, and they were watching elephants, and they elephants just went see ya and just fucking ran and they were like what why does an elephant sound like a like a bird that's exactly how, that's exactly how. I was trying to do the trunk noise the elephants went like, like this <laughs> very good that was a baby elephant close with a microphone yeah. <laughs> yeah. no that just sounded terrible uh, anyway. so I was reading about a lady called Joyce po- Joyce Paul <laughs> It's early morning podcasts. It's, you've always got, if, if we do it late, you're like, oh, it's all the beer. If you do it early, yeah, it's too early. Line. There's <laughs> a fine line sometimes. There's a fine line. And she said that she'd been with elephants during two, like by coincidence, in two previous tremors. And she said on both aqu- occasions, the, uh, the the elephants reacted way before the people could feel it. So they're picking up yeah. on something. They're, they're, they have like a sense, don't they? They can feel the micro... Wobbles. Wobbles. Because it must happen and before a quake like that. Because if you think about that t- that plate, it you know, they're two massive, huge, mungus, you know, like <laughs> earth, earth-defying fucking tectonic Jupiter plates. Jupiter moon-altering plates. Pushing against each other yeah. to the point where one of them's got to go. Yeah. Eventually. It, and that, that, that force will be creating some kind of... Yeah. Earth, I don't know energy before it actually goes boink and like yeah. fucks up the world, you know. So that animals can probably feel those micro like crazy vibrations and shit before they actually like. Why can't we? Why can't we? I Surely don't know, we'd be we're rubbish. Like we've got we're shoes on. In and terms stuff. of our senses and our sense range, we are shit. We've got shoes. You take we shoes are off shit. Them. We like compared to like I'm just looking at the cat. Like she's got so many heightened senses compared to us you know her vision and her hearing makes you wonder when they go and look at the wall and run out that she run does out. it all the time she like just There's sits there somewhere and looks Fiji's at, like, looks at the fucking ceiling and you're like <laughs> what are you looking at and you're looking and there's nothing there and you're like come on what is that is that a ghost are you seeing a ghost? Like are you seeing a something? Are you seeing something from another dimension? Hopefully. Are you seeing aliens that we Hopefully. can't see? What do you look? What I'd love to see it through her eyes. See what she's looking at. Well, they see different light, the spectrum of light. But th- that's the thing. We're <laughs> just rubbish when it comes to like sensing shit. We just sit here going. There are things like there are. Thi- <laughs> we have to make machines to do it for us. There are wha- like sometimes this thing called earthquake lights. Have you ever heard about them? Like uh, uh, when I'm obviously going off memory here, but we did a- about the. Um, Japanese earthquake, the one that fucked up the power station, the nuclear power stations. And beforehand, there were lights in the sky, not like fucking aliens, just like weird, like, um, I'm guessing sort of weather phenomena. But it, they reckon it was because of like just insane pressure from, from tectonic plates pushing into each other but not moving. There's some kind of like electrical, like, I don't know, discharge. It was reacting mm, in the sky. Yeah, and it was like, oh, the fucking clouds are glowing. That means the, the plates are, are so much pressure. It's causing yeah, an electrical yeah. charge. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. And is that a nuclear power plant? Ah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> what do we do? That's precisely fuck all. Let's just let do. the fucking rods melt into the centre of the earth. <laughs> uh, I need to get a drink.
I always think I always think that when you pick up a can, like I've just given Hannah, she wanted a peach iced tea, and you can squidge the can, and it feels fucking really dodgy. Sometimes you get a can of beer, and it's like it feels deflated compared to the others. I think like you you're comparing it to like a can of like Coke, maybe, which is like matte, like heavy, heavily carbonated, and. Um, this this is slightly sparkling. Yeah, but sometimes you'll get something that should have a lot of pressure inside. Yeah, and then it, it's squishy. And it's and you're squishy, like, and you're like, oh, it's lost the pressure. It's the fucking run to the litter. This one it's, is. It's it's predicting the next earthquake. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah, cans can predict it. So in some areas, right back to the quake. Some areas, the the wave reached as far as two miles inland, which is like again, it's it's mad considering that you know. This started hundreds of miles away. <laughs> it went two miles, it smashing through buildings, all the resistance of everything in the way, all like the villages, the towns, all like the trees and shit, everything just mm. fucking pushed through it. 11 countries were, were badly affected. Um, they were hit anywhere between 12 minutes and seven hours after the quake. And again, it was the... Um, it was the depth of the ocean. Oh, the twelve-minute one would be fucked. Well, it was. It? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's the depth of the ocean that predicted who got it first. It's not a case of like that place is is closer. Ring them because like Thailand was closest to the epicenter, but because the ocean was much shallower, it caused the tsunami to slow down. So it was like this giant yeah, roaring hit wave. The, hit the fucking breakers, didn't yeah. it? But Sri Lanka and India, they were further away, but because the ocean was a lot deeper, the wave could travel quicker. So even though they were like, oh fuck it, man, it was like you know. 300 miles away or a thousand miles away we've got loads of time you haven't actually because it's like a passenger jet speed coming towards you and it's only going to show itself when it starts coming into shallower you know topography mm. it's fucking terrifying and there's nothing you can do nothing there's nothing you can do um so in india 650,000 people like try, try and like geographically see in your mind's eye where all these countries are mm. dotted around the indian ocean 650,000 people were made homeless and six, 16,000 were killed and a further 7,000 injured. Um, there was around 100,000 houses destroyed and it, ca- it caused two, uh, $2.1 billion of damage in India. Fuck. In Indonesia, there was uh, 530,000 people made homeless and the death toll, it was fucking nuts. In Banda Aceh province, it was 165,708 people were killed in one fucking province. What? That's a lot. Of just like I don't think I don't think the the atomic bombs like killed that many people in Perth City. You no. know what I mean? So this is like fuck. Imagine trying to clean that up. You just can't, can't even imagine it, can you? No, not really. Four point six dollars. It's uh, funny because everyone's it, you, you know if it, it it was always about the Thailand bit part of it that you that we heard about were in this part of the world anyway. I remember I hearing a lot like about say, that. A lot of, in, Sh- uh, in Sri Lanka, uh, sorry, in Indonesia. I remember hearing a lot about that because it was completely fucked. I remember hearing about that. Uh, the Maldives, there was, which is surprising. There's only 13,000 people made homeless considering they're like an inch above sea level. Yeah, Jesus. So you'd think that would just disappear, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Or move them at or least, like, push them up a bit. You could have gone, yeah. fuck. Because they're worried about global warming. And, like, well, they're worried about like being, you know, enveloped, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, because the ice caps Just melting. like, um, <clears throat> what's that place in Italy? Uh, uh, Venice. Yeah, it's floating and it's, I mean, it's just going to get like... Don't live like that. Washed out. Washed People out. that live right on the coast, I'm like, whoa, I don't know, man. The sea's a pretty moody there's place. Something, yeah, there's something, uh, there's something very like alluring, I think, to live like in the midst or like of, of or d- d- to have vis- vision over the sea. Yeah. I think there's something like th- in our brains, it's like, oh, the sea, like it's something that we're drawn to. Mm. But also, like you say, like, it's just so savage. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. the sea's scary and it's savage and like vicious and violent because yeah. of the weather and you just like, <laughs> terrifying especially like if you live on the coast in the uk it's just like constantly being battered by like wind and fucking gray shit <laughs> So in Sri Lanka, uh, 480,000 people homeless, 35,000 dead. Um, there was like another 23,000 injured. Total damage, 1.3 billion. There was uh, over a million people affected in Sri Lanka alone. It's, what? 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 How, how can this be all around this, like the rim of the Indian? How can this be? Thailand, again, just what you were saying, only 8,000 uh, 8, dead. Say so only 8,000, but... There's not a lot compared to some of... They had an early warning system. Yeah. So they were able to like... Do everywhere have them now? Um, <laughs> you, you would think that they <laughs> do. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because uh, after like the Alaska one, which was big apparently, yeah, it, only hundred, a few hundred people died. Time, They're like, their time probably. So if, if it's hundreds of thousands of people died this time, you're like, maybe we should try and give these aids to some of these places that can't afford it to have these early... <coughs> these, to well. Some kind of system in place to, you know, because that part of the world is... It's likely to happen again. It will happen again. It's always happening. It's yeah. a fault line. It will happen. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, because a lot of pressure was released during this quake, it may not happen again, but it might the have... ring of it, fire. It might have actually, like, caused more pressure to build. It might have not... Because yeah. you think just because it went bang and then stopped, it might have, like, landed in a position, like, like the wood's bending even more. You're like, fuck, it's going to snap again. Shit. Move inland. Well, like, yeah, because did it... Bash and then did it move back and is it going to bash again? Like what? Well, I don't think it moves back because it's just so massive. There. It just keeps going. Isn't like that just be one big? Is it just keep moving? It and just went like melting, that. doesn't it? It just went like this. It just pushed it and went boink and one bit went Wait. up. Because boink <laughs> exactly boink. like that. Boink. <laughs> That's the noise it made. It went boink. I mean, what noise it made? And then and then the sea went. Meh. Yeah, the ocean fucked everyone. I was reading about a bunch of people swimming at Christmas Island, getting sucked to 150 meters out to sea. Oh, and they were no. like 2,000 kilometers away. Oh, or you're just gonna. You're just dead. No, they got back. Did they just swim back? Yeah, yeah. It's 150 meters. I suppose they're just being pulled. Just like, why are we suddenly why? getting pulled away <laughs> into the, the ocean? What the fuck? <laughs> because a giant slab moved and there's yeah. like a, a death wave and happening. And it boinked. And it went boink. So as we said before, <clears throat> in total, 228,000 people were killed in 14 countries. And a third of them, something like 75,000, were children. Because like, you know, good luck Little, swimming. yeah. Not little babies and toddlers and shit. Yeah, just got no chance. Just dragged away, mm. you know what I mean? And they reckon in total, 1.5 million children lost family members. So this is like... It's just, mi yeah. It, the repercussions of it is huge. Far reaching. It's funny, you just... It, people just forget. We forget because it's, it's not in our face. But if you live there and like the, the yeah. town and the village that you well, like, lived um, in has now just turned to brown yeah, like, mush on the like floor. New Orleans that got fucked up by that. Uh, yeah. Hurricane Katrina, yeah, and it's just like because you don't see it and you're not there, it's like still they're recovering from the it's shit the that happened there. It's the popularity of the news, isn't it? It's like a bit of yeah, doom porn. Yeah. yeah, look what happened over there in this corner of the world. But it only, it's only of miles interesting for you. a couple of days to people and then they get bored. It's it literally is that with the news. It's like, oh, people will be bored of that move story on to now. The next Let's thing. move on to the next thing, yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is the way it is. The news cycle is quick. It, like people think a year later you're you're all right, but nah. This is like I think it took like five years or something for them to even get to some sort of normality in some areas. Well, because God, more. Th I'm surprised it didn't. I mean, billions and billions and millions of dollars worth of yeah. <laughs> damage. That's not that's not something you can recover from do, in do just you know a small you, amount of time. Do you know how much damage was caused? How like much? in total of v value. 
probably like 10 billion or something. It was 7.5 billion, which yeah. sounds really cheap, but I guess like wooden, wooden huts don't cost I mean, much, do they? Bezos to could fix that quite, quite quickly, but. Uh, and just for thought, a early warning system would have cost 20 million to install. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think some of these. 20 big, million could. Like the Muskers of the world and the Bezoses, they should be like. Uh, if I was in their position, I would think about, okay, what can I do? To, to with this obscene amount of money. With this obscene amount of money that I make every day, what can I do to potentially like save or make the lives better of of millions? Yeah. And doing something like early, you know, something scientific. 20 million quid. He earns 275 million. Like imagine Elon Musk doing the fucking SpaceX fucking or whatever he tsunami wants to call it the tsunami, his whatever he wants to call it tsunami system. Yeah, yeah. like Tesla's, you know, te- the Tesla tsunami warning <laughs> system. <laughs> And it would be badass, and it and it would be it would be beneficial to. I know that he's all about leaving the planet and like. Well, he wants but, to protect it but as it, well. But, if, but that's a huge way he could, you know, invest his money and protect protect yeah. the twenty million quid is nothing. It's nothing you, for him. It's like twenty p to him, and you could put you could you could you could spend. He could spend that four or five times over and and put it into different countries that are in within. You know, it's no point putting Again, it in though, Europe yeah. and in the fucking. Why in, not? But. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's in the places that, because unfortunately, some of these countries that are affected by the by earthquakes badly are, and um, they're in a part of the world that's not that is that isn't that. Keeps rich. getting fucked up all the time, because, so no yeah, one lives there. They can't, they can't <laughs> like recover, and like, they get bashed, and then they can't recover, and no, then I they think, get bashed. And I, I wonder why. I wonder if that's something to do why why well, they this, are part of this the, isn't like fucking. The, like, basi- these aren't basic countries though. These aren't basic. Some of them In, are. India's got a space program. Yeah, this isn't basic shit. It's just that no. it, it caught everyone with their pants down. That's all it was. Yeah, but it. it but there are definitely countries are that were affected that I wouldn't have the resource to. Yeah. In employ and and in and invest or and, and install a fucking. It seems crazy that like even if warning system. even if you remove Elon Musk from that from this equation or Jeff Bezos who earns two hundred seventy five million a day, just put a fucking. I'd be like, I earn two hundred seventy five million pound a day consecutively for a, a last year, and they haven't got an early warning system. How much does it cost? Twenty million. It, fucking build yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Build like that, one that's, now. That would have huge. I mean, Help honestly, them. like, but you know, get. The thing is why I say a Musk or a Bezos is because they have the resource to back up what they're creating with science and to make the best, most badass fucking early warning systems that you can possibly make. Like yeah. there are ones that are out there yeah. that you could just say, here you go, install that. But it's like, are they, how good are they? Are there, are there more scientific movements we can make? In I those I didn't kind really of read into predicting like, those early warnings. I didn't really read into like how the tsunami early warning system works, but I'm guessing it's like a network of of like boys, boys in the ocean yeah. that have a, a, yeah. a spe- like a, a relative level to each other. And if one of them goes up, like fucking. Well, they do. They have those like kind of things anyway. That, that constantly monitor temperatures, don't they? Oh yeah, because that was it. The film when everything goes really cold the day after. Yeah. No. Day perfect. No. Next day after tomorrow. That's that's isn't that Elon Musk. No, uh, no, <laughs> what? uh, uh, what's his name? Fucking Neo. Oh, uh, no, that's the day the earth stood still. Oh, there you go. And it was the day of something. The day something. after tomorrow is the one where, like, global warming causes a, an, an ice age. Uh, Fuck. It's scary, isn't it? But as you think about it, I was thinking about this yesterday, because, like, at the minute, I feel like a lot of people that, you know, in Europe and that I'm seeing on, like, social media, also people we know in the US, and it's, 
it's just cold, quite cold everywhere at the minute. It is and the time like, though. It is the time, of course, but it's like more cold. Yeah, but it's like minus 22 in Scotland this week. That's a one-off though. Yeah, but it, it's still cold. Like yeah. you think it's, it's it, sometimes it doesn't go the way. Global warming doesn't go the way you think. It doesn't get warmer. It actually makes stuff colder. It's a it's a hickledy pickledy world. It is. That's for sure. So they were finding <laughs> shit like wreckage everywhere. They were finding they found a um like a giant ship, you know, them giant shipping container things that like carry them like uh, shipping containers. <laughs> those, those, yeah. yeah. Uh, t- it weighed two thousand six hundred tons. It was two miles inland. Just fucking good luck moving that. You know what I mean? How long is that going to take to break down? And People could live in them. They're not that big. Yeah, yeah. And like, it just got pushed. That's the thing. It's just got pushed. I feel like it's just like a. A war, like a instead of it being like a wave that you would think just coming and crashing in, I feel like it was just more an expanse of water that was being pushed yeah. at the at the land, and it, it just, just didn't scrubbed stop. the land clear of just, vegetation and, as it and went, everything. It had so much energy within it; it just it just pickled up the trees and the buildings and the boats and the you know, like people you get like an and the fucking cars and everything, and just became this big meat grinder. Yeah, and like that's why so many people died; is they just got swept in and bashed and smushed and cut and to ribbons because of the all the shit it's within cra- the water. It's crazy like how you see the the before and after images from satellites and you can see like entire like peninsulas and it, and it showed them before and there were like palm trees and villages and, and, and it's just fucking brown. Yeah. And you're like, what? Where's it's it all gone? It's, it's all gone. It's yeah. just gone. And there was like, you know, 20,000 people live there. Like, oh my God. And that's what it was like in Bandaje. Yeah. It's terrifying, man. It's terrifying. Um, so I've got some accounts from some survivors, which sort of give, uh, uh, you know, that fucking Hugh McGregor idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was fairly. I mean, to be fair, that film. But that was that was based on a real family. It looks fucking. I mean, we've all seen the, the pictures. It's hard. It's like it's it's. The thing is, it's obviously a lot about what happened when the. It shows the actual thing. Yeah. Of like what happened when they were just just yeah. hit with this wall of water yeah because of course it starts to break when it hits things like buildings and stuff gradually so starts to take the energy out of it but it's still gonna fuck uh, but i mean what i'm saying is it would have just been like an expanse of water and yeah. you only create a wave when it breaks yeah, on, yeah, the, yeah. on like on like a, a a ridge in the seabed or the whatever so um basically you you know these these this wave but w- it would have started breaking and like making foam and shit on the buildings yeah when it hit stuff initially it just smashed them all down and there was yeah, no yeah. no it, resistance because it just grinded but they were right out. on the seafront those t- those that family they yeah. were literally on oh, the i've on seen the like actual like foot like i was looking at some of the it's really horrible and like you can see people like they're filming they're going yeah whatever by the pool and then as this thing comes in you see it coming up the beach and it fucking hits the obliterates the beach quickly jumps up over the road smashes through all the trees hits the wall goes over the wall it's now in the compound of the, of the uh, hotel and there's kids in the fucking pool and it just fucking pours into the mm. pool and these kids are in there and yeah, like yeah. it just fucking it's so ha- it's happened think, so fast I you're like what um, happened to, I wonder what happened to them did them people get out because that family fucking hell it's just she, terrifying so her one because they got separated like I say yeah. there, was f- there was five of them yeah the, wo- the woman and the, the her one son were out of the pool, yeah, and the dad and the two other boys were in the pool, yeah. And, and that is that what helped? That's them? why I thought because the, the the guy and the boys in the pool they were not as badly affected as the 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 woman who was by a window, I think. Right. Okay. And she just got dragged and. Oh, could you imagine minced. all the debris just hitting you? Yeah, she got absolutely minced. It's 
fucking savage, isn't it? And she was she was pretty bad in a bad way. Like out of all of them, she was the one that got fucked up. Because I think her, her son made it into a tree or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, th- this I've got an account here, and it's a lot of people did that. They just yeah, tried yeah. to just get above the waterline, mm. I suppose. <clears throat> so um, this account comes from 23-year-old Victor Israelson, and he um, he survived the wave. And he gave he gave this. He was 12 when this happened, and he was on holiday uh, with his his entire family: his mum, his dad, his brother, and his sister. And they went in Thailand on the fucking beach, right? They were like Jesus. staring it in the eye without even knowing it. He said, um, "When we looked out on the horizon, it was like the ocean was pulling back and sucking in on itself, and it was revealing the coral reefs and like this, the yeah, bottom yeah. of the ocean." Yeah. He said, "Fish were jumping and animals were flapping about, and because so there co- so was an element of like." Pre-fuck, there's something going on here. Well, not even pre-fuck. He said because, like, with fishing jumping jumping about and, like, animals being, that should have been under the water and the coral reefs being exposed and you could see, like, the topography and the ups and downs. He said because it wasn't felt, people sort of, like, stood there amazed and, like, started pulling cameras out, filming it, and then actually just walking out onto the ocean to, like, look at shit. Because he said, uh, he said at, at the time, most people didn't even know what a tsunami was. So they just stood on the beach filming. He said, but that soon changed. He said, because on the horizon, people could see what looked like a, a wall of very low sitting cloud coming towards them. So Fuck. like, you're fucking miles out. No, not miles out. You've walked a few hundred metres out looking at, the, what? Where's all that water gone? I would... That you, you, I would not. <coughs> Where's I, the energy gone? I do, I do wonder about. So, you know, when you watch, I know these are stupid films. It's hindsight stuff, now. You like when you look at it and you're like, "What are you doing standing there? What are you doing looking at but it?" It's hindsight. Yeah. Would you have done that in hindsight? No. Really? I know. I would have been like, "That's not okay." Some That's energy, not. There's some something fucking. <laughs> I would, there, uh, there's no, no chat, no place in my mind where I would look at something happening like that and go, "Oh, what's happening here?" I'd look. I'd say to you, I'd, if I was that was you and me, and I, we were sat on that beach. The level of like, the ocean has changed. The, the ocean's being pulled away. What the fuck? The I'd, be like, I'd, I'd tap you and be like, Tom, that's not normal. We need to move. And, and, I'd, and you, I don't know, you'd be like, yeah, that ain't normal. Let's go. Maybe. I wouldn't stood, I would not stand there and look at it. There is no way. It's not hindsight because I wasn't there. So it ain't hindsight for me. I'd no, be it's like, hindsight because you know it happened. But if you if you were there and you didn't know it happened, that's what no, he said. Most people hadn't got a clue. I would, they just I would fucking not, stood would, there staring that, at that it. That isn't stupid. <laughs> Maybe, like, that is yeah. not okay. That is not normal. That is no, not, not what the ocean should do. Look at all them elephants in running around. Anywhere, away. in any shape or form, that is not what the ocean should do. So let's get the flock out of here, especially if you're seeing horrible clouds on the horizon. Right, there's definitely time yeah, to go. Yeah, that's what he said. He said the clouds were rushing towards him, <coughs> and then he said, uh, "Then we heard it." He said there was an era of um, era of amazement and intrigue, then abject but terror. But they didn't feel it. This is what's so shocking to me. Yeah, they didn't feel that nine point one fucking it was earthquake. Fucking hundred mile away. Only uh, under miles the ocean, away? and then under the floor. Doesn't matter. How did they not feel it? I guess in the ocean, they're that close, it. and yet they still didn't feel it. The ocean actually like a imagine damper. if that whole thing was accompanied by a rumble, then everyone would have been like, "Fuck this, went wrong." Well, it's like if you got a gun and fired a gun in the air, it'd go bang. If you put it in like a bucket of water and pulled the trigger, it would mute it. I'm guessing there's some sort. I think of a lot more people would have run if they would have gone. On, if if it had gone, and then oh, yeah. the sea rushes out, you'd be like, "Oh shit, something bad going on. Let's get out of here." Yeah. Uh, I think so. <laughs> I think, yeah. You know, it's because he didn't hear it. He taking said, pictures of a fucking fish he said flapping that, about. He said the there, was, there was an air of amazement, intrigue, then abject ta- terror yeah. and, and panic as people realised. They were like, fucking hang on, that's not low-lying cloud. That's, that's a fucking wall fucking, that's of That's all water. that water that was just here that now, now we're going, wow, well, look at this piece of coral. He said his, uh, his mother grabbed hold of his sister and in the confusion, the family ran in opposite directions and they ended up going down, like escaping down a hill, which doesn't sound good, but... 
it just I don't think it really matters. He said then we heard the sound of it and it said it sounded like um it was so loud it resembled a train or an aeroplane mm. like coming I at can you. Imagine just, just rumbling. Roaring. Yeah. And there's kids there, man. Like well, kids. Yeah. Everyone's gonna be there. It's kids, babies, adults. Yeah. Everyone. Just because it's it's just you're on the beach having fun. Well, like uh, he said, uh, Victor said he was he was smashed by the wave and he was sucked, just literally pulled under. The, I'm like yeah, you yeah, can't just, go. It's <gasps> like a washing machine. Breath. It's like clothes trying to get out of a washing That's machine. That's what he actually said. He said um, he described it like being in a washing machine filled with bricks for 15 yeah. minutes. Oh god, <laughs> bricks and metal awful. and glass. Yeah. yeah, bits of fucking stabby wood and all sorts of shit. So he was dragged away from his family. Um, and like you remember seeing cars and fucking buildings and shit falling down and trees and stuff. But when he was being pulled under the ocean, he said it's not like you go <gasps> hold your breath. This is like you ju- you just you'll just go down. down and then you've got no like, chance. Yeah, yeah. Imagine breathe. if you were suddenly like whoever's yeah, listening yeah, yeah. now. Imagine you if suddenly you were suddenly in the water and yeah, you've got the, your, your ability to to get oh. air has been removed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got to like hold whatever's in you. In the panic, mm. you're getting hit in the face by bricks and shit. Oh, you don't God. know where your family cars. are. Cars. Yeah, it's people fucking getting ripped apart around you. Uh, he said he managed to grab hold of a tree and just hold on. He said he, th- you, I mean, he lost his voice because he was so scared. He was trying to scream and nothing was coming out. He was just like, <coughs> well, I, I, I think there's a lot of the people as well. They, they like the amount of shit they ingested. Yeah. Because of it as well, yeah, like yeah, yeah. sucked into their stomach, Shocking. having to like vomit up fucking like black. Black death water. death water and fucking cack that comes out your throat with it. Oh, so he managed to let a scream out once he got his voice back, just through the terror. Just like I can imagine him just not being able to. Like yeah. this is what it sounded like. Yeah, trying to call, <laughs> trying to call for his mum, trying to call, yeah, but yeah. doesn't even know where she is because no. everything's rushing past you. Like you're, like, he's like you're on a tree in a fucking chaos river, going just, past just him. Got to hold on. He's just that holding hard, on. Yeah. Um, some woman apparently saw him, uh, managed to get hold of him, and then put him in a truck and then like a flatbed or whatever. With people were like snapped at bodies and shit, took mm. him to higher ground, uh, and then it eventually to like a um, a makeshift hospital, and doctors were again prioritizing injuries or like triaging everyone like lost limbs and things like that were you're coming in first yeah. um you know com- like compound fractures mm. bones sticking out of legs well like they just were and they and that what i'm trying to say is a lot of these countries just aren't don't have the infrastructure to deal with that level of i don't think anyone does well no like if it happened here no one like does no one does well, that's what became that's apparent that, that's what all our lot we can't handle it here here is about is protecting the NHS and the protecting the right. overwhelmingness of the overwhelming nature of how many people in England have been affected by coronavirus? We've got like 300,000 people, let's say it's a million. You imagine that that tsunami affected did a million, like affected a million people, and that's in a day. And, that, and that's, that, that's affected, it's not the amount, the amount of people that are going in actually need to be hospitalized is way, way less, and we're still struggling. Well, it was so it was imagine just imagine, imagine that. Hundreds of thousands and thousands and thousands of tens of thousands of people that need uh, medical attention and desperately Mm. and to to not die and and it ain't coming. The the medical attention is not coming, and they're also in a place that you know, even even like America and the UK and all of the and Australia, they would not be able to deal. So the places that don't have anywhere near the infrastructure we do. How, like well, having it wouldn't have to deal. The infrastructure was destroyed. It doesn't matter if there's a hospital well, there. No, no there, were, there were hospitals. So there was, it didn't go that far inland to destroy yeah, everything. All, all local shit was fucking hammered. All local shit was hammered, everything. <coughs> like to pieces. To bits, just mush. Just, to, just a brown smush. Everything turned to smush. Because he was 12. like He didn't remember mobile phone numbers. He couldn't even remember the name of the hotel that he's staying at. Because he was like... 
you know, he's twelve. He doesn't need to. And he wasn't expecting. Remember this mobile phone number in case a tsunami destroys everything. It's not going to be something. That, and because this is two thousand and four, he probably didn't have a Where's mobile phone. Where's he from? Phone. He was from Sweden, or oh, Stockholm, okay. or some shit like that. Um, he was. Um, he was going to basically be on his own until his family found him. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. It's just this kid sitting in chaos. Just one kid. Yeah, yeah. And, but there's, like I said, there's a million and a half kids affected. He's mm. just one of many kids yeah, just sitting yeah. there crying. Um, like a few days um, after the uh, the, uh, the disaster, the authorities started to evacuate families to airports, but they were only taking like complete families. <clears throat> I think that's for like logistical reasons, so no one gets like split up. Is this all of your family? Yes, right. You can go then. Mm. If you're missing someone. You're probably better off staying. staying yeah, yeah. Uh, and I guess there was like another Swedish family that were were about to be evacuated and they could see that he was on his own. They were like, he can't fucking stay here. He's been on his own for a few days here because everyone's been split up. And because there was so much devastation and carnage, he had no passport. No, I mean, no one did. Everything was no, completely yeah, yeah. fucking gone. So the authorities were issuing temporary ID and uh, so he got like a fake one which related him to... Because it's just like word of mouth. Who's your mum and dad? And he was like, them. Mm. Just to get him the fuck yeah, out yeah, of Dodge. Yeah. Um, apparently he's, he's, he's still he close to his family like 17 fucking years later whatever it is just, you know yeah of course they helped him yeah, the yeah. thing is you, you're more likely to find them in your you know if they, if they can all manage to get back to their mm. original place yeah. you're more likely to find them there crazy than, that, that than you are it. in Thailand or wherever you are yeah. He ended up flying back to Stockholm. He spent several days in a hospital getting like his wounds cleaned up because mm. he's got infections and shit. Um, and then on New Year's Day, so it's, I don't know, four or five days later or some shit, he, um, he got taken back to the family home and he said he remembers curling up in his parents' bed just crying because he's like, at this point, he doesn't know what the fuck's going they just on. just left him there <laughs> with no parents. No, no, like he... No, no, he <laughs> because of like his grand or Yeah, something. auntie and some shit come yeah, round. Yeah. Like, they're not going to go... Okay, your whole family's missing. Don't worry, we'll just leave you in the home by yourself. No, he, he had like apparently he went into full catatonic shock and he wasn't speaking. He was just yeah, completely because yeah, yeah. it's not just the fact that he's, he can't find his family. The shit he's seen yeah. is like not the shit that a and been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just what he's seen. He's the just terror. He's like been through it, survived it. So he said after three weeks, he started to realise that his entire family were brown bread, like mum, dad, sister. Like brothers. Yeah, and that's said, a long time for them not to be back. But this is the because over the next four months, police started. They came to his house on uh, four separate occasions to tell him, like, you know, we've we found your mom's body. Like a few weeks <gasps> later, found your brother. You know, your Did dad. He lose his whole family. Everybody. Oh no. Everybody, and he's. It was where in the confusion, you know, his his family zagged and he zigged. They just got so they up. zagged the wrong way. Yeah. Whatever, just took the wrong. Yeah. They went left. He went right, and that's all it took. That's all it took. And, it, you know, or he, he didn't get hit by the tree trunk that could have drowned him and killed him as well. He, it's just fucking roll the dice. Yeah, <laughs> he, just, he just was one of the lucky few that got through it without being dead. Brown How crazy bread. your life can change in a split second. Oh, that's awful. It's, yeah, shocking. I found another account from a, a geezer called Dewey Harris. And he was, uh, he was in a hotel room with his wife and children. They were in Indonesia. Uh, for like a wedding and he said he heard people shouting water water which is never a good sign and then it just fucking smashed through the hotel and just like destroyed everything and they were um i think they were in their room like actually in the hotel room at the time and he said i could hear my wife and daughter like screaming for help because you know what the fuck what's Mm. going on and then they just went silent and he he still has no idea what happened to them even now just gone you know what i mean he wedged himself in between two walls apparently to stop being dragged away because he just couldn't fucking hold on so he's like okay these two walls I'll just wedge in and uh, like still now he doesn't know 
what like what happened to his family? They're just lost to the ocean, or so badly mashed up they couldn't be ID'd. Or oh, fuck. Well, they're not there. They're dead because they ain't there. Yeah. And if, that's the, if they were there, they'd find their way back. That's the thing. That, well, the thing is, like at, in the days after, that bodies and like parts of bodies were everywhere, like tangled up in the in the wreckage and like buried under like tons of. Do you think mud there was time? Shit. There's there's like a situation most likely that. You know, say like he just never knew what happened to them. There was yeah. never any body identification, yeah. or yeah. do you think it could possibly that you know, say his wife survived, but she was so fucked up, you know, um, lost her mind. No, just like brain damaged or whatever yeah. that that she that she's still alive, but just doesn't know who she is or where she is or what, and if she's you know, she just lives in a. I would doubt in like it. A, some ma- some like institute somewhere. I would doubt it because they would have used DNA. If you were cat, if you'd been like knocked into a coma, they could mm. still take your DNA and go right. Who is this DNA? I mean, it's basically if they had someone to match it but to. Ha- yeah, but like they would call everybody that's missing someone to come forward and give a strand of hair. Or I mean, it's not even yeah. your or like someone in the, the relative of someone. They, they probably would have found it by now, but I don't know. It's a good point. Um, but like you were saying before, the devastation, like the scope of this was beyond any existing disaster management it was like make it up as you go because mm. there were just bodies were everywhere mm. and, the, and the management of dead bodies was it became like a, a priority pretty well, fucking yeah, quickly it's gonna go bad very smelly very fast and it was handled by numerous different institutes and like different organizations like pretty much anybody with any capacity any aid anywhere stepped yeah. up like like universities obviously the military local government police public health there were uh, non-government organizations and volunteers just started pulling people out of the wreckage and obviously morgues ex- existed further inland but the the areas that were affected were so fucked up like the roads were gone fucked, it wasn't yeah. like they got covered in wreckage there was no tarmac it's like, it was the thing is it's the like ground. the worst the worst like imagine like coronavirus you know, and putting all of the people that have died yeah. in a situation where you can't, you know, that, 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 but not only is that, that then you've also got destruction, the most awful destruction you can imagine around you in terms of every building, every road, every, everything is fucked. So you can't even get those bodies no. away from that place. No, no. So no. you just have to. I'm guessing they just have to be- mass bury them. I'll go into what they did because it was. Well, I say it's interesting, but it's, it's it is, but it's like it's a bit fucking. It's a bit grim. Oh, but there's no like, they like getting the bodies out wasn't an option because, like I say, there was no roads and there wasn't even like electrical power supplies. There was no water, no food for thousands of miles of coastal areas. It's not like you can plug shit into the wall because there's no wall left. It's just a a giant trash tip basically. <laughs> That's what you've got to try yeah, and it's just like a manage. It's like going. It's just like a. I'm guessing it just looked like when you know, if you were to go to a, like a landfill. Cape. Yeah, it's it just what it looks like, like. A landfill. Look like somebody just set smashed off up, manky, fucking smelly shit everywhere. It looked like somebody set off like a, a chaos bomb from Harry Potter. Do they have them in there? <laughs> oh, <that was> <laughs> there. No. So what they did is they had to um, store bodies in temporary mortuaries where possible because like the, the scale and the speed that they had to work to like make any progress because there's two hundred and there's a quarter of a million people yeah. potentially dead. Yeah. Well, I mean that's not just in one place. Yeah, but that's like what was it eight thousand in well, Thailand? Banda Aceh was one hundred and sixty-five thousand yeah, people. Fu- that this place is, is fucked, sort yeah. where we're talking here. He said at, at first the. Um, the recovery crews, they didn't log where the bodies were found. They, they weren't putting ID tags on people or anything like that. They were just like fridges filled with, with shitloads of dead, like fucked up random people. There was no central command. It was just disaster mode, full fucking, everything breaks down. Like 
it really showed that, well, we don't have any control over this. It's going to take a few days for us to set up a base. They've get also a network, got to like identify him. the bodies as well, or well, the best they can. Well, that's it, yeah. So days after the tsunami, I think it was like the next day, forensic prof- professionals from around the world started turning up because they figured, oh, well... There's <coughs> no ID. Like, how are you going to know who these people are? These yeah. dead people and how to t- how to tell their, yeah. their family? Who the fuck is that person that's yeah, yeah. now bloated like, or whatever? Like that, that you like c- that kid unrecognizable. in Stockholm... Like they've, they've got to figure out who yeah. that that woman is yeah. and figure out who that kid is and that dude and that they were all related and that they're related to that one child that survived. So they set up command points, various command points. and They weren't like far apart, but like a mile apart and they'd like, tr- like pull the fucking wreckage out and make a path that they could get in and then people would start clearing the roads. Um, and they uh, they did that the command points for the purpose of body handling and IDing and a lot of them in Thailand were in Buddhist temples apparently they just like opened the fucking doors and said yeah, yeah. do what you need to do um, and it soon became you, apparent you've got to there's no there's no like oh no you're not coming in it, there's none of that in the situations like it's this fucked. there's so many people that are in absolute dire straits you have to fucking just be like yep anything anything we can do like there were thousands this is the thing logistics when you think about this this is crazy thousands of volunteers were needed because there were so many bodies yeah, there was yeah, so yeah. much you know it was it was carnage so mm. tagging the bodies what they did is they tagged them into once they'd got like a bit of um organization and command and they were able to talk and shit from fucking walkie talkies or whatever the fuck they were doing they were tagging bodies regarding the, the location of where they were found at least uh, you were yeah. found here this um, in this but the thing that doesn't matter it mean anything no it, it doesn't but it's miles. something it's yeah. something and they'd also assign them a number just a random number like for death toll purposes like if you in command point alpha you'd have a thousand people there and then like command point whatever that would have 1500 so then then they'd fucking just start mm. totaling them up um but there weren't enough fridges to store everybody um the forensics had to work fast because the bodies were just like lying on the floor in the heat just decomposing and animals are moving in i mean this is i mean we've all yeah, seen yeah, the pictures yeah. what else are you gonna do so they were taking fingerprints where possible they were photographing teeth like just opening mouths and photographing tattoos if you had like any mm. obvious body markings faces if they were recognizable dentists were called in to like help out it's fucking overwhelming isn't it mm. and then samples were taken and and uh kept for dna analysis like it might take a year but it's still got it this is number alpha two five yeah that and that's you this know, is that their dna this is their dna yeah turns out that it's, it's whoever it's jim from yeah Shoreditch. He was on yeah, Charlie <laughs> Dimmock's dad or whatever it yeah, was, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, then you get, obviously, the scenes of harrowing scenes of, of families or, like, people walking up and down. I don't know if you remember it, the, under the tents and they were going up and down. Like holding. Finds. And they're just fucking bodies and they're opening the body bags and looking in going, nope, nope, nope. Oh, yeah, that's one. Fuck. Yeah, savage. It's awful, like isn't the it? The level of, the level of, like... The loads were identified that way. Yeah, the level of, like, awful shit that you would have to encounter and go through in a situation like that. You're walking through hell, isn't it? Yeah. But that only worked. Like, IDing them, like, staring at them only worked for a few days because, like, decomposition. There's, yeah, they start... I and mean, I can imagine, like you say, a lot of them were, like, bloated or, like, just mutilated beyond yeah. any recognition. Yep, unrecognisable. Yeah. Just to look for, like, a tattoo on your arm or your finger and go, yeah, yeah. it doesn't look like her, well, but that's you, her tattoo. If you found my hand, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's her hand. Fuck, imagine it, Because I have tattoos. Like, you would and know last, my hand the over The last any image of your loved others. one is they're all mangled. Yeah. And then you just say, oh, well, that's, that's them. You'd be like, it might not be, though. It might not be. 
But then, like, you had things like um, outbreak of disease that became a, a yeah. concern. Imagine also infection rates because uh, people were f- you know, people that survived were badly injured. You can imagine the amount of manky infections that they would get. You know, yeah. like you like that freaking dude that got an infection just going through that cave yeah. and dying, mm-hmm. and that was just. It was just one. D- that was just like swimming through some water in a cave. Like, can you imagine the kind of level of mank in mm. that water. Well, in some countries, like Indonesia, was one. The authorities, because they were so badly hit, they had no choice but to like bury victims in mass graves. Mm. So, like, imagine going on holiday, like, and then in an instant, your partner gets ripped away from you in like complete chaos, and then gets killed, and then like you don't eat, and then they, then. They, Get buried in a mass grave. You don't even get to say goodbye, like, and then you like have a proper funeral. Some well, be- you would, but just not with the body. Well, that's the thing. That's not like some people were getting the call like months after, and they were like, "Oh, we've we've ident- identified your missing loved one through DNA. We took three months ago, and they're buried in they're this dead, mass grave. And they're in this mass grave in Indonesia. That's it. Sorry." There's nothing but you can there, do. there isn't like, and you couldn't be, f- you couldn't feel bad about that. Like, you what do you mean you couldn't feel? No, bad? I mean you wouldn't feel angry about that because. It's just there's no there be there's, you can't it, as as a someone especially who's experienced it you can't be like oh I'm mad that that person my loved one got buried in a mass grave because no, you understand, what uh, what else can they do no there's it's not no there's no there's no way you can in in a day identify no. hundreds of thousands of bodies and get them shipped off to the right no, country no, no. to be buried where they want to be buried you just have to look it's at it and go this is awful this is just unfortunately it was like it's not a freak accident this, this stuff happens a lot like yeah, in like the scale imagine of the earth that, the timeline that, of the earth this happens all the time in Stockholm his family Gone. probably buried some in different mass graves probably Ma- maybe. somewhere in the maybe I don't know if that happened to him in Thailand well but who knows who knows I don't but know he, how, how many of them actually got returned body wise to yeah. where they're supposed to be so th- you can like, you can see them taking DNA off like you know they've got like a temporary fridge with you know a couple of hundred people whatever take DNA off every single one of them people tag it put it in a file whatever and then freeze it and then them bodies in the um in the grave in, in in landfill and then it's not landfill and then fill and then fill the fridge but up it, again it is it is it is as best i mean the, uh, they would have done it as they just wrapped them in rags yeah they would have done it as like buried them. as as nice as they possibly could in the situation oh, but fuck. yeah cuz yeah. they would have run out of body bags as well like they, they wrapped would, them in like linen and yeah, shit yeah just linen and just put them in the ground and bulldoze the imagine. soil over them. Ooh. And then that's it. That's you. you. That's where you are now. Yeah. Sorry. That's you went to Thailand on holiday. Well, no, it's not you. You you di- you exited when you died, so... Hopefully. Back out of the Matrix. Yeah. So that was um, the clusterfuck of biblical proportions. That, that, is, was, uh, that is fucking... Crazy, isn't it? The power. 550 million atomic bombs. So if you want to cause yeah, that, that's also, what you but need. I just, I'm still in awe that like people sat 100 miles away from that on a beach I'm didn't feel it. that. Yeah. Because you imagine, like I say, like that that chart that kid, they could <laughs> they did they stood there and did nothing for long enough to just to, to to like get fucked by I mean they could have been but they could if they'd if immediately moved away when that water receded, you wonder if they would have But yeah. yeah, imagine if there was a rum like a big old fucking earthquake rumble before that, you'd be like, Oh, let's get out of here. I'm guessing if there was a big old rumble You'll get hit by the tsunami a lot quicker. Like if you're on it. No, no, but that's what I mean. Like, so, like, a, if it was a six, yeah, I get that. But a nine point one. It's fucking. And they didn't feel it a hundred miles away. 
It's, it is a bit crazy. Like I'm like, I find that quite shocking. He didn't. Yeah. He, he didn't in where he was. That's just one account. It doesn't necessarily mean that other people didn't feed it. Because I remember seeing like the um, it all getting ru- like the ocean rushing out and some people filming it from like a high up area, like mm. on the cliff over a bay, and they were fine. And you could see people walking and they were shouting, "Get back in!" or whatever. They were like, "Get mm. in, get in!" And the people are waving and yeah, because they can see throwing a stick for the fucking dog. And then like they're panning the camera out and like a mile out, you can mm. see it just coming and they're screaming and. They're like waving. They go, no, go back. And then it just comes in. And as it gets to like 500 meters away from these people, you can it's fucking horrible. That you can see them start to turn around and walk back. Like, oh, the tide's coming. And then they start to run. And then this fucking giant white foaming mass just fucking and just sweeps them away. And you're like, well, they're dead. They didn't get out of that. All them kids that well, were there. Some of them did. Some people did. There, some some lucky people managed yeah. to like survive the fucking. You see them little the, kids though the playing in the coral reefs. And yeah, then the wave just, just goes yeah. fucking after that 30 metres tall over him. You're just like, that's, you're watching people die. They're gone. Yeah. They're gone. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, lovely. <laughs> Sticker winner for this week is uh, Eddie Jones. So uh, contact us, mate, and we will get you some Sticker Mule stickers sent out. Stickerinos. <laughs> um, obviously, please go and check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce at El Yucateco underscore hot sauce on Instagram and El Yucateco Hot Sauce official on Facebook. <laughs> I think so. Fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously we're supported by the lovely people at Retro Vague. Go and drop them a like. Go and follow them. Do all the social media things. And if you really, really want to support them, go and buy something. Yeah, you get uh, use code ROBOTS for 10% off. Yep. Um, and like participate on their social media platforms will result in rewards being issued yeah, by on, them. On both sides. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, please go and check out skrpsychoapparel.com uh, and uh, us, if you can be bothered, on all our social media platforms. We're at what Robots Rise podcast across the board, apart from Twitter, which is just Robots Rise podcast, but not, I'm not really asked to Twitter. <laughs> so, so it's, ro- hang on, Robots Rise podcast across the board, except, except for, Twitter, for Twitter, which is Robots Rise podcast. <laughs> oh, is that what I said? <laughs> which is Robots Rise, sorry. <laughs> you did. Um, but uh, I don't really go on that. Too much anyway. No. Sporadically go on. <laughs> but we, but the, the it's rep- not really the a platform for fucking podcasting, uh, no, is it? No, the really? episodes get posted there, though, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. so that's fair and that's enough. That'll do. All right, then. So we'll see you next week, Slags. Don't get killed by a tsunami. Satsumas. <laughs>